Hey friends, today I'm very thrilled to share some exciting news about my latest book, Positional Authority Ain't Leadership, Behavioral Science for Navigating Bullshit, Optimizing Performance, and Avoiding Ask Clownery. It's just been released and it's already soared to number one bestseller status across six categories on Amazon. It's a book that dives into how behavior analysis can revolutionize leadership and it's packed with insights and strategies for navigating complex organizational dynamics. But I know what you're thinking. There are countless leadership books out there, right? What makes this one stand out? Well, it's not just about theories and abstract concepts. Positional Authority Ain't Leadership is about actionable, science-based tactics that address real-world challenges. So if you're looking for a guide that combines behavior analysis and organizational behavior management with practical, down-to-earth advice, Positional Authority Ain't Leadership is the book for you. Welcome to the Thoughts and Rants of a Behavior Scientist show. Hosted by Wall Street Journal and USA Today best-selling author, Dr. Pauly. Hey folks, Dr. Pauly here. Thanks for joining me again on my Thoughts and Rants of a Behavior Scientist show, where I take a look at common issues or phenomena in our personal and professional lives, give you my thoughts, sometimes rant about it, and hopefully provide you with a practical solution or two. Today I want to talk to you about what to do if you're struggling to motivate somebody to change or achieve goals. We've all had this happen with our loved ones, people around us, or even professionally. In particular, I want to talk about using questioning strategies. Not just any questions, but rather grow questions. Don't underestimate the power of questioning. It can be very powerful. In the 1970s, Neil Rackham set out to answer the million-dollar question for sales teams, what sets the best salespeople apart from the pack? And it literally was a multi-million dollar question for them. Based off of the 35,000 calls made by 10,000 salespeople across 23 countries, over a decade later, the spin selling method was created. Their findings, and this was from the largest study of its kind, disproved several widespread sales practices like open-ended questions, which they found to have no measurable effect on the success of a sale. What Rackham and his team found was that when it comes to asking questions, there is a pattern of the quote-unquote right questions, or what he later called SPIN, which stands for Situations, Problem, Implication, and Value Need. Now, for me, the term SPIN and selling together is aversive, as I've been conditioned to see selling as something bad. Typically, and from my experience, it involves somebody like a salesperson trying to get me to buy something that results in the largest amount of profit for him and or her and the organization while I'm trying to get the most from them and spend the least. The whole process has sucked for me in the past and led me to overgeneralize a mistrust for salespeople, even when they're really honest and had something I needed. These, these poor guys and gals. My general skepticism kept me from making important purchases. But then I found myself on the other side of the coin. As a behavior analyst and positive behavior support coach, I was charged with going into schools to help them develop and maintain school-wide systems of behavior management. While I wasn't making a lick of profit because I worked for the school board, I was, in a sense, selling something. And it, wasn't some, it was something that they needed badly which is the science of human behavior, as misbehavior was plaguing the hallways and classrooms, and this was leading to low student achievement and high teacher turnover. 
So with all sincerity and an authentic desire to help, I really wanted to help these people. I set off to different schools talking about all the great features of behavior supports and the positive behavior supports that I could provide and how it could make a difference for them. And in almost every case, the door did not open for me to support them. Based on Rackham's research, it's very clear what I was doing wrong. I was doing far too much telling and not enough asking, not enough questioning. Since that time, I've developed my own set of questioning strategies I call Grow Questions. And I believe they can be used anywhere with anyone as they're rooted in basic behavior principles. Here's how it works. The goal of asking Grow Questions is to help the person you are trying to motivate understand exactly where they want to go, assess how bad they want to get there, determine precisely what obstacles are in front of them, and then based on this information, help them break everything down to small and actionable steps in order to navigate those obstacles to get there. And when you ask these questions correctly, you actually create motivation for them. Well, the G in GROW stands for goals. The questions asked here are very clear. What results are you trying to achieve? This is important to know because it lets you know exactly what's valuable or reinforcing to whoever you are speaking with. For example, if your friend was unhappy with their job, maybe they have a goal of getting another one. The next questions have to do with the R and grow or simply the reality of the situation. In other words, you know exactly what they want. Now you need to know exactly what they are, where they are in regards to that goal, what's preventing them from getting there, and what they think needs to happen to achieve it. For example, your friend might want another job, but if they do not have a ton of skills and a stacked resume, their options might be limited. But perhaps they aren't aware of that. So good questions in this case can promote better awareness. Questions like, what jobs are currently available? What are the qualifications for these jobs? Do you have the skill set to meet these criteria? The next questions have to do with the O or other issues or implications related to the current reality. This is where you help the individual dive deeper to better understand their situation and the benefits of moving towards the goals. This is where you can create good motivation. For example, if they don't meet the criteria for the jobs currently available, what are the consequences? Will they need to stay at their current job? If so, what will happen? What if they left? With their current qualifications, will they be better or a worse place? How will them staying at their current job affect them? How does this affect their family and their relationships? These types of questions can become what we call an establishing operation in the science as they have a value and behavior altering effect. In other words, the goals become more desirable and therefore people are more willing to engage in behaviors to achieve them. You're really helping them see how important these goals are for them. The final set of questions have to do with the what if. This is where you help the person explore the potential solutions and concrete steps to achieving their goals. For example, what if you were to stay at your current job, but start taking night classes? Or what if you were able to learn a new skill on your own through self-study? Might there be other opportunities for a new job within their current organization? This serves to move goals away from fantasy to achievable outcomes as they see a clearer path for achieving them. In the end, you're helping people to better assess their situation, the problems associated with it, and what some potential action steps they can take to improve it and achieve their goals. And all the while, you're avoiding giving advice 
which can create a ton of other issues if the advice does not work out for them. So remember, stick to using questioning strategies when possible. You might want to check out Neil Rackham's spin selling and extrapolate to your daily life, or you can actually use it professionally because it's great, or try the grow questions as I suggested. In either way, asking good questions will help you to be a better supporter of others. Be well, and thank you for tuning in to the Thoughts and Rants of a Behavior Scientist show.